Alright, welcome again to another episode for Wisdom Podcast. I'm super excited. I'm super, super excited. I told my team that there is no way I'm sitting down today. Like, I'm, I'm super excited for today's sermon. Um, before I go any further, let me start by giving a shout a shout out to my Weeby crew. Big shout out to my Weeby crew. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love them so much. Um, so today's sermon, let me jump straight to it. Today's sermon, I want to tell you first about the description. So now that I'm into this podcast and YouTube, I noticed something that I didn't really recognize that much. Or I didn't give much attention. And that is descriptions. So when you like post a video on YouTube or when you're posting on, on podcasts, they tend to ask for a description. And so I want to give you guys the description today. And I'm going to write it as well. But I'm going to say it as well. Okay? I'm going to do a bit of both. And that is, today's sermon. You see, today's sermon. Today's sermon. The devil doesn't want you to finish today's sermon. That's, that's literally the description. The devil does not want you to finish today's sermon. And the reason for that is, after today's sermon, your faith will increase exponentially someone write exponentially in the chat your faith will increase exponentially by the time you're done listening to this you have a compounded faith it's interesting every time i shoot like there's a pool next to me every time i feel like preachy preachy there's like a pool next to me i don't know is it because whenever i get hot like I, i have an option anyways anyways let's let's read scripture let's read scripture so today we'll be reading from um, the book of Hebrews chapter 6 verse 13 and it says that when God made his promise to Abraham since there was no one greater for him to swear by he swore ooh, by himself yo I love Bible I once heard one preacher say this and I resonate with him I don't do drugs I do Bible ooh, that's good so when 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 God could not find anyone greater to swear upon, he swore upon himself. Let's pray. Father, speak through me. In Jesus' name, amen. So, here's the title of my sermon today, okay? I just felt today I'm on an assignment. And my title today, it's God speaking to you, saying, you have my word you have my word one thing i found very interesting is debates like i love debates um i used to watch them professionally um but i think the ones that are very interesting are the ones that people normally have that tend to end with oksalayo you know like the, the debates that people have you know when they when they together they they just exchanging opinions and the exchanging statements and it's just about con- trying to convince the other to believe what they are believing in and so today we are exposed to a text where God is trying to convince us of something and it's interesting because he's using a technique that they normally use in debates now what would happen in debates is when I'm trying to show you that I'm serious about what I'm saying this is how Americans would say it Oh my mama, bro. Like, you see this statement? Oh my mama. In South Africa, we say, Mafa. I don't know. I don't know what Mafa means. I know a Mafa, but I don't know what Mafa means. Anyways, so what happens is people try to add like significance to the statement by trying to outsource 
a greater power, you know, or my mama or whatever the case is. Because when you read the scripture, it says that what they, what they tend to do is they tend to look for someone greater, okay? And they're using the greatness of the other individual to solidify the statement that's being said right here, all right? So what they're saying is if this statement is false, okay, then chances are that person doesn't exist or whatever the case is. You, you guys get what I'm saying, right? It makes sense. So they, they, they lay buying on the power of the greatest person. Now, here, God is making a promise to Abraham. And here's what he's saying. He says to Abraham that I've given you my word. You are going to have a child. Okay. And he says, I want to solidify this statement. But I tried to look for someone greater and I could not find anyone else. And so I put myself on the line. I told you today's title is God says you have my word. God is so serious about, about, about him showing his word to you that he put himself on the line. Now hear me out. The world has been around for over about, I think it's 4 billion years. Okay. Now what that means is, that means every single day you wake up, you get to witness his consistent commitment to his word. And if he's been consistently committed to his word for over 4 billion years, what makes you think he'll start giving up with you? Ooh. <laughs> like, like, y'all, y'all, like, I, I hope you guys are reading what I'm writing. So, let me, let me, let me, let me wrap up. Let me wrap up. I, like, like, let me wrap up. And I'm, I'm, I'm wrapping up by showing you examples and scripture. Okay. When you read Romans 4, the Bible says that despite the fact, Abraham did not weaken his faith. So Abraham took into consideration that his body is not ideal to give him a child, but he did not weaken his faith. And the reason he did not weaken his faith, it's because he had a word. He didn't believe what the doctors were saying. The news did not influence his faith Ooh, because he had a word. When Moses goes to Pharaoh, he says to Pharaoh, God says, let my people go. Let my people go. Pharaoh says no. And Moses comes back and says, let my people go. Why? Because he's got a word. You see, when you got a word, you move with boldness. I told you, by the time I'm done with this, your faith will increase exponentially. When Peter was on the boat and Jesus said, come, he was coming out on the word. This is how, this, this how, hey, how another pastor puts it. Peter started walking. In what other people were drowning in. And the reason for that was he got a word. Ooh. Lazarus, come out. I'm not going to bother that. I'm going to leave that. I'm going to leave that. I'm going to just touch this one. The reason the grave could not hold Ooh. Jesus is because there was a word. The reason wisdom podcast will not fall mm, is because I got a word. Hey, guys. Uh, okay. All right, sorry guys. I'm, I'm, no, I'm not gonna apologize for being super excited for the word. <laughs> Anyways, so here's the last story I want to talk to you guys about. I read a book um, recently by Mark Douglas. Shout out to the people who know who know who that is. Okay, 
um, and it spoke about this prank they were playing. Now, I don't know what kind of prank is this. This prank, the more I heard it, it sounded very weird to me. What had happened was there was an individual who was sent out by a TV crew and they told this individual to write a sign that said, come get money, just ask money from me, I'll give it to you for free. And what had happened was he, he got placed in like a, a, a busy street, a very busy street. Now, people saw the sign and they read the sign, but they did not ask him for money. They saw the sign, they read the sign, but they did not ask him for money. So they understood what the sign was saying, but they did not ask him for money. And the reason for that is they did not believe what the sign was saying. Because we read your belief by your actions. I must say that one more time. We read your belief by your actions. I hear more I love you when you show me than when you tell me. I must say that one more time. I hear I love you more when you show it to me than when you say it to me. You see, when you, when you construct or when you try to express a specific message, there are two ways that one can think of that message. There are two sources of the thought. It could be from the head or, conf- or it can be from the heart. I wanted to link this to the first sermon, you know, that God thinks with his heart when he thinks of humanity. But I'm just like, let me leave that. Let me leave that. Let me leave that. The point is here. The point I'm trying to make is if you are going to move with what he has told you, you are going to have to think with your heart because thinking with your heart entails you move with conviction. Let me give you an example with thinking with your heart. You remember that time we tried telling that girl to leave that guy and he said, no, but I love him. That person was thinking with their heart. This person, this person refused the evidence and said, no, but I love him. Imagine if you had that much commitment to the word. You have my word. I told you guys, I told you by the time you, we here, I hope your faith has compounded exponentially. Peace. Weebies.